Hello, 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 folks. Welcome to another episode of Glenn is Talking, Man from New York. And I'm recording this episode on Halloween morning, October 31st, 2021. Even though you can make the argument that the past two years have kind of felt like Halloween every day. But let's not, you know, let's not dwell on negativity. Yes, it's Halloween and I'm sure... You have plans, or maybe you don't. Maybe you're going to watch some scary movies, or maybe you're going to entertain trick-or-treaters, or maybe you have kids, you're going to take them trick-or-treating. You're going to do whatever. So this episode, I was going to do one particular type of episode, but then I was like, some other stuff I want to talk about too. So I'm just going to do a little bit of everything. So the first part of this episode, I want to talk about the real-life horrors of New York. Now, I think I've done some, some version of this episode before in the past, but that's the past. Let's talk about it right now. Now, of course, New York City has lots of great ghost stories, right? Because it's an old city with lots of death and tragedy, and there's bound to be ghost stories, right? And in fact, I used to be a tour guide doing ghost tours. I'm still a tour guide, but I don't really do ghost tours anymore. So there's lots of great, fascinating history involving the macabre and death and ha-ha-ha-ha-ha, you know, that type of thing. But what's about the real-life horrors in New York? The things that really make your spine tingle and make your hair stand up and put a shiver down your spine. And so let's talk about some of the real horrors of New York. One of the real horrors of New York is when you enter a empty subway car. But you might think, wait, isn't that good? Yeah, because you're thinking, wow, the subway car is empty. I can get a seat. There's no one around. But you have fallen into a trap. Well, you've fallen into a bad situation. Because usually if there's an empty car, especially if it's in the middle of the day, when there's people on a train moving back and forth, that means there's something wrong with that train car. And you just didn't notice it yet because you were so excited that you're going to get a seat on an empty train car. Meaning there's a foul stench or odor. Someone might have left a souvenir of a bodily function to nearby, but this is a bad news. And hopefully for you, you've had time to figure this out. You've had time to recognize what's going on and to get out of that train car and move to another one. Because if it's one of those trains where you can't move to, if you can't move to another car, you have to actually get out. And the train is leaving, now you have to be stuck. And depending on how far the next stop is, it's gonna, you're going to be miserable. So that's one of the, the, one of the, I think one of the true great horrors of New York. When you, in fact, you can say most of the great horrors of New York involves Something happening with the subway or public transportation. So another horror is, now unfortunately in New York City, we do have a significant homeless problem. And unfortunately, a number of those people are dealing with uh, emotional and mental uh, issues. And sometimes, some of these people uh, can be, some of them can be dangerous. Not all of them, but some of them can be dangerous. And occasionally, some of them will try to start something with you. They might try. They might start yelling at you. They might start. They might try to fight. Start a fight with you. They might try to throw something at you. Which, uh, last week, uh, I happened to be in the city, and there's like this guy who was seemed very off, and he kept looking at me, and I was like very aware of my surroundings, and he tried to pick up like something off the ground, like a rock or something, some piece of garbage, and tried to throw it at me, but. Yeah, pretty bad aim and just went another direction. 
So, I mean, obviously his major league baseball career is not going anywhere. But this is one of those things where it's like, oh, great. I'm just here minding my business and I got to deal with some person. And I don't know what their issues are. And they want to do harm to me or cause trouble. That's one of the true great horrors in New York. Now, I don't now I don't want to scare you off because, you know, that's not, it, that does happen. But that's like not the norm. If you, if you go to New York, yeah, you will see craziness. But you don't necessarily will not experience it. Right, you you will more likely observe it. It won't be in the middle of it, but still, it can be, it can be a little, <clears throat> a little annoying, a little frightening. That's one of the you know the great horrors of New York. Another great horror is, of course, the freaking rents. Right, trying to find an affordable place to live in this city. And it doesn't matter, you know, who, where exactly you want to live. Now, there's some places in New York where you can still find what they call affordable rents. But people don't really want to live those places. Even the people who live there already are like, I want to move somewhere else. But there are very few pockets of, like, real affordable housing. There's this sort of affordable housing, and I'm using quotation marks with my fingers, but you can't see because it's a podcast. But it's not really affordable. They say it's affordable. It's like, oh, the median, like, you must make an average of, like, eighty to $120,000. Like, really? That's the, that's what this is being built for? So that's that's really scary, and, you know. And then, you know, there's, there's just so many people. Good lord, eight million plus people in the city, and sometimes they all feel like they're on the same like block with you, or if you're on a bus, you feel like all eight million people got on the bus with you. There's just so many people. So those are some of the those are some of the great horrors of New York. So you move away from New York to what's going on in the world. Crazy, strange stuff. There was a story out of the United Kingdom last week where a guy kind of came home from work. He was going to have a meal, opened up a can of beans, and he said he saw an eyeball in in the beans. There's like there's an eyeball or something. Who would it belong to? An animal? A person? Who? What? <laughs> but he said it was an eyeball. The company said it was not an eyeball. It was some mold that developed because the can wasn't, which I don't even know if that makes me feel even better. That is just some mold. I think I might prefer finding an eyeball. At least I have an interesting story. Because you say you find some mold on some beans, that's who cares. But you say I find an eyeball in a can of beans, now you got a story to tell the rest of your life. You be at a bar, you be at a wedding, whatever you go. You're the, you're the guy who found an eyeball in a can of beans. So yeah, that was just kind of, you know, First of all, imagine just opening that. Imagine you're hungry and you're like, oh, yeah, and this, oh, look, this seems to be a body part of something in my food. But you have always, and you always see, I think, like, every couple of weeks there's a story. Someone says they found this or that in their burger or that, and, hey, who knows? And how you question sort of like, oh, man, do we even really need restaurants? Everyone should just stay home and, and oversee their own meals, and we don't have to deal uh, with that type of thing. So that was that. That was I think that was a little bit frightening. So what's going on, Washington D.C.? The sausage making of trying to get legislation done and all that hoopla, and which is I guess it can be frightening and everything. But it's like uh, you know, I can This is this is the sort of the the horrors of the twenty four news cycle, powered by social media and cable news. That there's there's lots of news that isn't news. Like you, they repeat the same thing ten hours in a row. Breaking news, stuff that we already told you already. 
Okay, great. Tell it to me again, right? So that's just that's just one of the things that's that's you know to, that's happening in our world today. And of course, uh, here back to New York, there's a lot of protests from people, city workers who don't want to get the vaccine, and. I guess the most disturbing was a group of firefighters like took a fire truck and like drove it to like some pilot like a I forgot a state senator's office and like told him like hey if you don't support us if you don't call us maybe if your house catches on fire which kind of sounds like a threat to me but yeah this is New York City and then we had like uh one of the uh, Curtis Lieber Guardian Angels one of the mayor I think he got hit by a cab the other day. Then our, our former governor is about to get charged, and New York is just like we're we're just in the middle of this perpetual like lunacy. But still, the greatest city in the world. Don't forget about it. Don't forget it. And of course, the holiday season is you know people they're already building like the holiday market sheds and places, and people will be you know twiddling their thumbs and buying. I don't know, Bounds of Holly, whatever they're going to be doing this holiday season. If, and then people are still talking the supply chain, this, the supply chain, that, I, whatever. Get what you can get now and just put it in the closet and wrap it up now. Don't, 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 don't put too much effort and sort of uh, in stress. In this. Now, one thing that's just scary is some of the prices. Like, if you go to the store, everything is super expensive. Like, everything from, like, stuff that used to cost, like, or five dollars cost you know ten dollars or like the other day last week I went to the store and I haven't been to the store in a while but I said like, let me buy I'm gonna buy like a roast chicken and the, and before I went to the store and anytime I go to the book you pay like maybe less than ten dollars somewhere like eight to ten dollars for like a roasted chicken and then I get there the other day and they like some of the roasted chickens like twenty dollars for a roasted chicken like, who roasted it? Wolfgang Puck? Eric Repair? Uh, Emeril Lagasse? Who roasted the chicken? $20 for a roasted chicken from, from a, essentially a supermarket? Come on. Now, that was scary. That, that terrified me. That made me, like, you know, hold my hand over my heart and go, uh. So, it's Halloween. Uh, you're reading any, reading any good stories. But it, oh, it doesn't even matter if it's Halloween. Any time of the year, uh, you can read like Sherlock Holmes, The House of Baskervilles, anything Agatha Christie, Anne Rice, uh, which uh, now Anne Rice is mostly most people when they talk about Anne Rice and like popular culture, they talk about the vampires, right? The vampire was that interview for vampire. Great, but if you if you ask my opinion, uh, Anne Rice's greatest work, as far as I know, I'm gonna say The Witching Hour. It's about a group of witches, a family of witches in New Orleans, Louisiana. And uh, I read this book, I forgot how long ago. It's been like a long time ago. And I, I reread it every couple of years because that's how much I love the book. It's so very, it's such a dense, rich story. Uh, so The Witching Hour and Rice. If you haven't read that, I would say uh, read it. If you read it before, reread it again. What are you waiting for? Right? You know, come on. So, is it me or is this time is going? For, I I feels like it feels like twenty twenty one just started and it's like only a couple couple months left. 
in in this in this year and this seems crazy time is just going by rapidly and 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 in this crazy and who i mean look who it's gonna be 2022 and then i don't know i just it's, it's hard to keep track of everything and what's going on and you know you just you just gotta i guess try to keep keep perspective keep your keep your focus on something steady to get you through these trying days and trying times uh because you know you can you can lose it you can lose your mind and it feels like a lot of people are losing their mind if you watch the social media all the fighting there always seems to be a confrontation i know every time i go out i seem to witness some confrontation somewhere someone's arguing or fighting or about to fight uh i read somewhere that like you know traffic deaths are up in america uh, you know, gun violence. People were just like the, this like cr- social upheaval, and I don't know if it's just the tension or the stress. Like if I said before, I don't know if COVID nineteen is eating people's brains, but it it, it is a lot of stuff to be uh, a little bit afraid of. But don't be too afraid. So on that note, you've been listening to Glenn is talking, man from New York. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. That's right, folks. I'm on TikTok. And at the handle, at Glenn Price, man. You know the deal. Glenn with two ends. Price, man with two ends. You want to email me? Podcast at manglenn.com. You know, man with two ends. Glenn with two ends. And if you would like to support this podcast host, uh, perhaps buy me a cup of coffee and a donut, or perhaps two donuts and a cup of coffee, you can find me at on Venmo with the handle at manglenn. And you know the deal. It's man with two ends. Glenn with two ends. Thank you for listening to Glenn is Talking. Take care of yourself and be safe.